I know that I've spoken to to you about him before. His name was Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and he was a Lutheran preacher in Germany in 1906. Is when he was born. He saw early on, before Hitler even came to power, that the National Socialism was an attempt to make history without God. In 1933, when Hitler came to power, Dietrich began to cry out and he began to denounce all that was going on. In June of 1939, with the help of some American friends, he got out of Germany to England and then to the United States. But his convictions would not allow him to stay out. He could not abandon those Christians in Germany who were oppressed and persecuted. He was arrested finally in 1943 by the Gestapo, and he was in prison. He encouraged and he, he helped and he saved many people, even from prison. He was executed by special order a few days before the Allies liberated Germany. In the way of introduction, I suppose that's my introduction into what I want to preach to you or speak to you this morning. It seems to me as though I've been lately talking to you about some things that are not the most pleasant topics about being a Christian. Well, I'm sorry to say, but this morning's not going to be much different. Maybe I could lighten up a little bit next week. Maybe it'll work that way. But I woke up Friday night, or maybe I should say Saturday morning, about 3 o'clock, and I'd had a dream about an incident that's going on with some people I know and this was on my mind. So, for what it's worth, here's a tough part of a spiritual truth. In James, in the first chapter, in the third verse, it says, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Now, it would be good for all of you if you'd be able to read that first chapter of James. It's a good one. But let's center a few moments on that phrase there in that third verse. The phrase that says, trying of your faith. None of us, no one, wants to have our faith tried. I know we're all in agreement on that, but the fact of the matter is that everyone who embarks on living the Christian life, walking the straight and narrow, is going to be tried. Your faith is going to be put to the test. You're going to be tested. And I want to go even farther and say, no one will enter, enter into the pearly gates of heaven without it. I have believed and I have said for a long time that Jesus is fitting us for heaven. That is, he is shaping and molding and perfecting us and his church and his people for heaven. My theology on this is that no one is just going to waltz into heaven without your share of trials. Without your faith being tested. Now, some may part with me here when I say that not everybody's faith will stand the test. Not everybody's faith is going to hold up. For if you have not really got the goods, so to speak, if you're in it for the wrong reason, if you are not really sold out to Jesus, you're not going to be able to stand the pressures. Although no one likes it, it's a part of being conformed into the image of Jesus. In that eighth chapter of Romans, it speaks to us about one of my favorite verses in the New Testament. 
Romans 8, 28, which says, And we know that all things work together for them that love God and are called according to his purpose. That verse is a pure delight to hang on to. When things are not going right in my world, all things are working for my good. But really, we shouldn't even read that verse without reading the next one, verse 29, that tells us that we are being conformed to the image of Jesus. What was the image that Jesus portrayed throughout your Bible? Well, six or seven hundred years before his birth, Isaiah tells us in chapter 53, and by the way, you ought to read that chapter also if you can, but in that third verse, he tells us that he, Jesus, will be a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. Why is that so important? Well, let me tell you why it is on so many levels. Because the next truth that I want to lay upon you is from the unknown writer of Hebrews 4 and 15. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet was without sin. Folks, that's some of the best news in the New Testament. Some of the best news in the whole Bible. That Jesus, because he was on earth as a man of sorrow and grief, he knows what we're feeling. He knows what we're going through. Living the Christian life is great. Thank God for the peace. And thank God for the assurance and for all the blessings. But most of all, thank God for a Savior like Jesus who has walked this world, who knows the hardships that are laid before us. Jesus told his followers that they all, without any exception, would have to carry a cross if they were going to be his disciples. That's still true today. So I would. So why do I moan and cry as though the world is falling in on me every time I must suffer a little bit? That suffering is not there to be a setback but a benefit to me how you say is it how it's conforming me to the image of my savior and without it I would remain shallow and weak and empty oh I'm not telling you you must party every time your faith is put to the test Jesus never said it was going to be easy or one big party, although he tempers our lives with blessings and joy in the midst of the trials and the heartaches. We get far more blessings than trials. And we are not the first ones who have had our struggles and our problems. Oh, I could tell you of people that I've known in the last 30 years of trying to preach a little who have gone through things that would melt the most of us. Heartaches and pains that I can only imagine, but through it all, God was faithful to them. One more verse to close with, from Job 34 and 23. Grab hold of this and hang on to this. For he will lay, for he will lay upon man, for he will not lay upon man more than right 
that he should enter into the judgment of God. Everybody get that? He's not going to put more on us than we can stand. He's not going to weight us down with things that we absolutely cannot carry. So I tell you, don't give up and despair in the midst of whatever hardships you're in or that do come your way. Jesus is in it with you. But without these tests or trials, none of us will enter into heaven's gates. Well, God bless everyone. Once again, maybe maybe I'll get to lighten up a little bit next week. Who knows? Do remember also, if you would, please, Hebrews 10 and 25. Try to go to church if you can somewhere today. And then remember Luke 21, 28. When Jesus told the disciples about the end times, about the time before his coming, and he said, when you see all these things come to pass, and he described things just like we're, to, we're, we're living in today. When you see all these things come to pass, look up, lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh.